All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We are recording on Monday, October 26th. Jake, did you go to Saturday Night Live on Saturday? No, I did that last Saturday. Oh, I got my weeks mixed up. I thought it was a couple days ago. Oh, I would have asked you about it last time. Oh, no, we recorded. We recorded before, before Saturday. Saturday. So we haven't uh-huh. spoken then. That's why. I got, well, tell, so you saw, I've already forgotten. Who was the host? Shit, I have too. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of drinks between two Saturdays ago and now. I know Adele um, was Adele was a couple days ago. Who was the Adele one? was a couple days ago. Um... Let me Google it. Was it fun? I mean, do you remember that? <laughs> Honestly, I was sniffing glue before we went in. No, um, uh, it, it, it was great, man. It was, it was, it was fucking great. It was crazy though. It took like uh, three hours to get up there, man, because they, uh, they, are, they COVID test you and everything, man. You, you go in in like eight person groups, right? And you're not allowed to get within six feet of any of the other eight person groups. They're called pods, you know. And uh, you get paid, too. Did you see Bill Burr? No. Uh, Chris Rock? I was the week after Bill Burr. No, her name was uh, Isa, Isa Ray. Isa Ray. Okay. Isa, oh, Isa you, Ray. You sit through Justin Bieber. Ooh. I did, you know, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not a Bieber fan. I'm a 37-year-old man. I'm not really his <laughs> demo. It would be weird if I was into Bieber, if I was at the fucking, if I was elbowing my way through a bunch of, you, you know, teenage girls to fucking hold up a sign to Bieber, I love you. Lift the restraining order, Bieber. I'm your biggest fan. Like, that would be crazy. They might have put you at the front of the line, though, just to, like, uh, get you on camera, like, look at this fucking freak. Yeah, yeah. My, I mean, you know, it is a comedy show. And, and and me being a Bieber fan probably would be funnier than most things on Saturday Night Live these days. That, that being said, it was a pretty good show. I didn't I didn't see. I watched some of the clips from the Bill Burr one. And it's funny you and I talked about Bill Burr. So yeah, I guess it has been a minute since we talked about you going. Um, I didn't see any clips from her weekend. Um, I think I saw it was one good, clip man. From it, it was good. It actually we went for we went to the dress rehearsal. Which I figured, like, the dress rehearsal, I, I didn't know what to expect, right? I, I was sort of like, oh, this is maybe for practice. It is, I, but I they do maybe, it like it's real. Cause they, it's, dude, they go full speed. Yeah. And I, I was expecting people to kind of come out in sweatpants and be like, hey, pretend there's props in a set in back of me right now. <laughs> you know, like, I really was expecting people to kind of half-ass certain things. Ew. I was hoping to see some kind of train wreck. Like Edward Norton and Birdman, I thought so I wanted to see rocks glasses getting thrown. And you switched my fucking gin with water. Fuck you. This is a dress rehearsal. I don't give a shit. You don't tell me when I've had enough. Like I, I was expecting that. Honestly, it was so full speed. And the way they do it, they they have it set up to where they have a bunch of TVs in there that are kind of above you to where you look. Just up, like they're they're placed perfectly to where they're not in the way of the stages you're looking at, but you can easily kind of access them, and and you can look up and sort of see what the cameramen are filming because they have cameramen all around there, like drifting in and out of the crowd on fucking crazy like cranes and stuff, and they're 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 filming the whole thing, so you get to see the way it looks, and you're like, oh yeah, this is this is no shit Saturday Night Live, man. This is the way that shit looks, and that's the way it's going to look. 
And, uh, I mean, they did the whole thing full speed to the point where if you go and find that episode on Hulu on replay, you see the dress rehearsal. Apparently, the dress rehearsal went better than the actual one. Uh, Hmm. One of the guys we were with, we we were having drinks afterwards, and he was saying um, sometimes they will use the dress rehearsal for the replay. I mean, it's live, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, when it goes to the West Coast, when it goes on streaming, which is probably how most people see it now anyway in 2020, you know. Um, But we were watching, we we turned it on on Hulu, and we were watching it, and I was like, God damn, they really did this word for word. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, my God, that's my laugh. And I was like, nah, (laughs) that's bullshit. We fucking backed it up. I'm like, dude, that's my girlfriend's, like, deep cackle. Uh, She's got a laugh, but when she's really going... Uh, your fiance's laugh. Fiance, this is my fiance laugh. <laughs> Fucking a man. Um, so my fiance was like, "Yeah, that's that's my laugh," and I, I I backed it up, and I'm like, "Sure as shit, that's." She has like a regular laugh that sounds like most people's laugh, but if she's really going hard, uh, she has sort of like a deep cackle. It sounds sort of like um, like a witch cackle, but not a wicked witch of the west. More like a. Um, a pleasant witch of the Midwest, <laughs> I, I, I guess. If I would, it's sort of like Kathy Bates and Misery in the scenes where she's happy to see that author. You know what I'm saying? When she's coming through the door with champagne instead of fucking hammers, that's sort of her cackle. And I was like, yeah, that's absolutely her cackle. And it was. We watched the whole thing, and the the whole fucking thing is from the dress rehearsal. Huh. Well, I, I would imagine. I mean, they could, but I would imagine it'd be a pain in the ass to then on Sunday go, okay, let's take the uh, monologue from the dress rehearsal, the first sketch from the live, the second sketch from the dress rehearsal. I, to, to chop them together would probably be a pain in the ass. They'd probably just go, all right, uh, on average, dress rehearsal was a 9 out of 10. The live broadcast was a 7 out of 10. So yeah. just broadcast the, uh, the dress rehearsal, put that mm-hmm. on streaming. But they could do it by sketch if they wanted to. They could easily just chop it and put it together like Frankenstein it. I mean, they they could, but just for how quick I'm assuming the replay's got to go up. Yeah. I I, I mean, it would be more trouble than it's worth. I think it's either we go with show A or we go with show B. But since it's a dress rehearsal, you get to see extra fucking shit, man. There was two full sketches that didn't make it in. There was one about the show Lovecraft, and there was one about um, COVID testing. And they were they were both good, man. Does they, it go a they were both longer good than like instead of ninety minutes? Because I know they try and hit ninety minutes. Uh, oh yeah, dude. This this was at least two hours. Okay, and then they cut the sketches they don't think are working the best, and then for live, it's boom. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 way smaller than it looks like in there. Um, but they 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 have probably about five times as much shit as you'd expect would be in that room. How many stages are there? Like, are they setting up one sketch and tearing down another at the same time, yeah. and then filming a third, like three stages? Or is well, it- so you know how you know how there's like those sort of um, the pre-filmed ones, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that are kind of filmed on spot. So they'll play those while they're tearing down a stage and oh, setting up sense. a new one. It's it's pretty wild to see him fucking tear it down. But honestly, they're they're doing so much. Like the the crew is doing so much shit. In terms of tearing down one stage and setting up another, you're not even paying attention to those other sketches. Watching them is even more impressive than the show. I mean, it's it's fucking wild. It's like watching a ballet if it was done in the dark in a crowded 
airport men's room. It's fucking wild. It's it, yeah. It's it's like watching people play Tetris fucking blind. You know what you made me think of for half a second uh, when you said uh, they have TV monitors for you. Makes me think of any time you go see a stadium concert and uh, the band is so small, you just end up watching the big screens behind them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, th- that that was that's what was kind of cool about seeing Bieber live. Man, it's like again, not a Bieber fan, but like. But he sounded good, and, and just watching him in a room with, like, maybe 100 people, you're like, oh, this dude normally does arenas. <laughs> and now he's doing, like, a a, a, a sold-out bar show in a very small bar <laughs> where people are spaced. You, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's kind of weird watching that. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get into some stories. I'm, I'm glad but I will say, it. But I will say one more thing on it. The fucking the, the COVID testing. I don't have COVID. None of us did, but um, if if you test positive, they won't let your entire group up, right? So yeah. everybody up there tested negative, but they're still spacing us out and wearing the masks, and it's this and that, and to to the point like they have you go through an airport security thing, like rollers, um, X rays, all of that shit, you know, and that's after you take the COVID test, and I'm like, wait a minute, man, we all tested negative. Shouldn't we all say fuck the masks right now? I mean, like, like I'm pro-mask, but if you're in a place where everybody literally just tested negative, shouldn't it be 2019 for the next two hours? Shouldn't we be going crazy like a fucking Hasidic bachelorette party in Florida right now? Like, that's what we all should be doing. We're all negative within this vicinity. It was, it was odd. It was that's, a weird thought. That's what I find weird about the NFL. Because I know you don't watch it, I do, and they have hardline mask protocols in place, um, and they test every day. I think anytime you enter a facility, you test, and right. you're. I guess you're supposed to be kind of on the honor system, but you're you're told go from the facility to home and back to facility. They don't have an NBA bubble, but the players are told don't go to clubs, don't go out partying, don't go to restaurants. You know they're. They're supposed to maintain their own. I'm bubble. sure that works well with fucking twenty year old NFL players. You, you know what I mean? Right. I'm sure. I'm sure they abide by it. So that's the thing is they get tested every day. They get tested before they travel, and yet the NFL is issuing fines for coaches that do not wear masks on the sidelines. Like whenever they cut to the sideline, and and in the first couple of games, you'd see coaches pulling their mask down or taking it off, and they were getting one hundred thousand dollar fines. Which is nothing when you're getting three million a year. Uh, it would yeah. add up if you got a hundred thousand every Sunday. But either way, it's like, didn't these guys get tested all week and before they played, and now you're still making them wear a mask outside in a stadium or even in a dome stadium where, yeah, you're crowded, but like you said, everybody is negative because the instant they get a positive, they they quarantine the entire team. They they isolate the player. They don't hold practices. So it is kind of odd to see these people that were cleared wearing masks on the sideline when all the players are running on and off not wearing masks. It it says one of two things. It's either bullshit posturing and we have to abide by these guidelines, otherwise yada, yada, yada. Um, Or, and this is sort of where my InfoWars side of my brain kicks in, uh, those tests are fucking bullshit. They're very <laughs> inaccurate. They're very much in the flip phone stage and not the smartphone. It is a goddamn coin toss to tell if you're getting an accurate test or not. I would not argue that. I think it's more 
top-down normalization where it's we want to show people at home look people in masks so that they wear the masks because if they see people on tv not wearing masks then they think i can go to target and not wear a mask so i think i I could see your point but i would think it's more the the idea of image and normalization of it where they want to just show hey we're the nfl we're taking this seriously we've got our guys in masks so that everybody sees masks when we send 300-pound men flying at each other with high speed, giving each other CTE until they fucking junior say on themselves in the chest 10 years from now, we do it safely. Yes. Uh, you should do that, too. That's the plan. Did you, you? I said you don't watch football, and I know you don't. Your Lions, uh, their game was insane. Did you read about it? Did you hear about it? No. Okay, I uh, let me double check to make sure I've got this right because I didn't see it. I just watched the replay, uh, but there were so many games that were decided in the fourth quarter and or in overtime that were just insane and really fun. And I'm pretty sure the Lions uh, was one of those games. Yes, it was. Okay, so I'm gonna have to explain this really slowly because otherwise I'll get. Do it you wrong. get penalties for coughing on a guy during COVID? I feel like you should get a fucking a ten yard penalty for that, right? Okay, here's the deal. The Falcons and the Lions are playing. The Falcons are winning by, I believe, two, and there's about a minute and 10 seconds left in the game. All the Falcons have to do is, and the Falcons are on like their, say, 10-yard line. I'm getting a little of this wrong. And all the Falcons have to do is run out the clock. They don't have any timeouts, so they can't stop the clock. They just need to run down to like one second, kick a field goal, and it's over. They're already ahead by two. But they do a handoff, and the running back accidentally scores a touchdown. And nice. Well, not no, because now they're up by nine. Wait, that was the Lions you're talking about, right? No, no, the Falcons accidentally score a touchdown. The Falcons are Oh, up. then fuck this. I don't like that. They've got the ball. I, I'm, I'm pro-Lions. So the, with, with a minute and six seconds left, the Falcons score a touchdown when all they had to do was run down the clock and, and score a field goal. So the Lions get the ball back and march down the field in less than a minute and win by one point. And the the Falcons are so embarrassed because they had it. They had it won, and they, won, they scored a touchdown and let the Lions get the ball back. Even Lions players were cheering when the Falcons scored because they knew they were getting the ball back. And then the right. Falcons' defense, it was just like a nail-biter. So your lines won. Goddamn right. Eat a dick, Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to talk about, my friend? We got a lot going on this week. Uh, Pence, you said you tested negative for COVID. Pence tested positive. We have uh, CNN correspondent uh, Jeffrey Tubin who got in trouble. We have... Uh, Good old Tubin. The, the Babylon Bee. Let, let's talk about Tubin. Listeners, you can't Bee. tell this. I've been jacking off the whole fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> I've been tubing it up the whole time. We do this over Zoom. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm better than the lead correspondent in the, what was that, the Atlantic? The uh, New Yorker? Which they said one? it was a CNN roundtable. I thought it was for him. I have ah. no idea. I don't keep track of him. But I am, um, the one thing I found out is everybody talked about how well, here's I. This is the one thing I did not hear anybody say. Everybody talked about disgusting or uh, sex, sexism in the workplace. Workplace. Someone tried to say that that it was a sexist act of him to. 
How dare you? He could have been jacking off to gay porn for all you know, you homophobes. Exactly. They said that he pushed that on his female co-workers or something. First of all, he didn't push it. It was an accident. But what I didn't hear anybody talking about. push it. He tugged it. You right. fucking liars. But how, what kind of compulsion do you have to have to want to do that in a Zoom meeting in the first place? Like, even even if your camera is off, even if you think that you are completely, say, say your camera is off and, and you don't think, you know that you are not broadcasting anything what makes you want to be in a work meeting doing that? That's where I get confused is I like my privacy. I In quarantine, I haven't been doing that all that often just because I have people in the same house as me, much less, you know, with a camera on me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the only part of this I get. Um, I get wanting to jerk off, you know, like that makes sense. But I, what I don't get is is the not checking the cam here here's the thing right i've never jacked off during a zoom meeting and i i i i broadcast radio shows and stuff you know like i'm i'm on zooms all the time never jacked off during one of them never wanted to that's what i said why would you want to that's what i literally just said is i don't i if if there's any one of my family members in my house i'm not interested it's like okay they're in the basement right still it's weird i like having it gets me right is like okay even if for some reason like let's say some strange billionaire swooped in like Robert Redford in that Woody Harrelson movie you, you know what i mean and and he's like listen i'm going to pay you a ridiculous amount of money if you jack off during this zoom thing with work you don't have to tell anyone you did it uh in fact it'd be better if you didn't you just have to jack off to completion during this zoom thing you, you know here here's a here's a million dollars I would absolutely do it. Yeah. I would do it for a thousand bucks. Hell, even a, even a hundo, if it's a slow week, you know, I would jack off during a Zoom thing at work. But, and this is a big but, this is all caps locks but, B-U-T, but, I would make goddamn sure that camera was off. I mean, if there is ever a time I am checking the camera to make sure it's off. It's while I'm getting jacked off. It's while I'm jacking off because Robert Redford's paying me a million dollars or whatever, right? I'm checking the camera. You know when you don't check the camera is when you get complacent. Do yeah. you realize how many times you have to have jacked off during a Zoom meeting to get complacent? That means you have jacked off like a hundred fucking times, That's you, a good you know, point. during a Zoom meeting before you're just like, Ah, this is just Tuesday. Yada, 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 yada. Like, that means you have jacked off more times than you have not jacked off during a Zoom meeting with work at this point. That, that's a good point, because literally what you say, that you would check the camera first, all you have to do is, and, and hear me out here, I, I don't want to lose you on this, all you have to do is look at your computer screen. If you can see yourself, your camera is on. It's that simple. And he didn't even right. take that step. This guy was jacking off an autopilot. He was, he was like, bored with him jacking off. That's how fucking, that's how much of a not an issue to this guy this was. This is just sort of like, yeah, I, I'm doing this for the 127th time. Whatever. Not checking nothing. But how, and this is the part I guess I don't understand. Um, say he does turn the camera off so that he's not going to get caught. Okay, let's let's grant him that. Say the camera's off. How do you do it during a meeting with everybody talking about 
politics or Trump or even any sort of business like, oh, Dunder Mifflin, we're going to talk about uh, paper today. How do you do it while that is going on in your ears? And oh, geez, you've got another screen with porn on. That makes sense to me. That part makes sense to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Crap in your ears, and what happens when someone says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, dude, you just multitask a bit." You know what I mean? Like, you're you're focusing more. You're focusing ninety percent on the porn, ten percent on the. Hey, hopefully they're not saying my name right now because my dick's in my hand. That's what I was just gonna say. That's part two. What happens when you're like, wait, wait, wait? Did I just hear Jeffrey? What do you think? Like, if if you're mid. Or, you know, what you're doing mid-stroke and suddenly you're, Jeffrey, what are your thoughts on the matter? Yeah. How do you jump in? I mean, you don't. So, ideally, you're waiting for a time where you know you're not going to do it. That being said, that part of your brain would also be checking to make sure that goddamn camera's off. So, like, yeah. I, I, I might not have been thinking about things, things too well. What, what gets me is it the other people on the Zoom call, right? So, they either have to, A probably not know him that well or b they fucking hate him and he's a dick to work with because if literally anybody on my channel had their camera on and they started fucking jacking off i would be like hey, hey buddy your camera's on <laughs> you know what i mean like i would hey hey don't don't, don't ruin your career <laughs> right right, and right. Fucking, you, you know, i would say something private you message know. would you chat him or would you just like because if you say it then you're going to call attention to the entire uh, meeting dude but- He's got his dick in his hand. He's already drawing attention. Like, this ain't about let's be... This is not a let's steer the fucking plane away from the mountain. This is... We're pulling the fucking ripcord. Huh? We're jumping out like fucking Maverick and Goose and Top Gun. We're we're, we're, we're out. We're parachuting to safety. That fucking plane is done, son. Yeah, that's true. But it's... it's, I wonder how many times it's happened with, uh, with people that don't work for CNN that we don't hear about. Yeah, I'll bet there's a lot of district managers for fucking Olive Garden or some shit like that who don't work there anymore, and it never <laughs> made the news. Well, at least we finally got it in the news, and it was a distraction from all that's around us. Um, it was, but what I, what I love, though, is that nobody said anything. He then logged off and logged back onto the meeting, and they didn't say a goddamn thing. That means he was, like, interjecting. That means he was... After they saw him with his dick in his hand, he came back on going, nah, actually, listen, listen, that's a good idea, but let me tell you how it is. You, you, you know, he was like correcting people. Listen, did you not read up on the issues, you dumb motherfucker? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how we're doing this. And everybody was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you got, you got all the right moves today, don't you, exactly. don't you, Jeffrey? The one time you don't want to uh, be the expert is when you've just pulled a boner like that. Oh, yeah. Pun not intended. Um, so I, I said I, I, don't, I didn't send you an article on this next one um, because it was something I saw on my Facebook feed. It was an advertisement. And it was funny how it all came together a week ago. Did you see the news story that Trump retweeted the Babylon Bee? Babylon B, what the hell is that? You retreat crazy shit all the time. I don't even okay, know. so here, here's the deal. Is, um, the Babylon B is kind of like the onion, but it's not funny. And for the longest time, I was seeing ads in my Facebook feed saying, donate to the Babylon B, they will never shut us down. And so I did all these searches to see who was protesting the Babylon B and why would they shut them down. I'm like, it's a satire site that's not funny. Who is calling for this to be shut down? And then when Trump retweeted them, 
as real. I don't remember what the story was, but, you know, imagine anybody that's ever retweeted an Onion headline saying, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, because it's satire and you got it wrong. Then and only then did I discover that the Babylon Bee is a right wing conservative satire site. And I'm like, that's why it's not funny, because they're always trying too hard and failing. Um and then to me, it, what what I found interesting was it tied into why I kept seeing ads for Save Us were being shut down because they had a victim complex. They were being, that that's how they exist. It's kind of like Trump in 60 Minutes, this victim complex. Yeah. Oh, you're too mean to me. I'm going to get up and walk out. So the Babylon Bee was saying, we're the, the funny conservatives. We're telling uh, the jokes that the liberals hate. and They're trying to shut us down. Donate to us. No one was trying to shut us, shut them down. They just were using it to try and get people to give them money. It was very. If you're actually funny in 2020, um, you don't need to ask for donations. What you do is you get ad money, or or you have a subscription. Yeah, that's. It's not a donation, but hey, we're getting fucking shut down. It's a hey, we're hilarious, so subscribe to our shit. You get you get an extra episode on Patreon. Well, that would be it, uh, but. I just I love that victim mentality, and that's why I mentioned it with the, the Trump thing. Did you watch the tape of the sixty minutes? No, I heard he I heard he walked out though. Oh, you should watch the tape because it's 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 going to be difficult to talk about without you having seen it. But basically, um, it opens with uh, Leslie Stahl saying, "Okay, here we go. I'm going to hit you with some tough questions." And she doesn't really hit him with anything tough other than, I think, you know, you, you kind of tell a lot of lies. And he Dude, sort of, I just typed into YouTube Trump. The next thing is 60 minutes. Right. Because it's <laughs> everywhere. And, but here, here's my thing is, does anybody, and I, I know we make fun of Trump followers a lot. Um, yeah. But does anybody that really supports him, do they look at Hang on, I'm think, watching it right now. Yeah, well, did they look at him and think, yeah, this is a guy that can stand up to other world leaders if he can't handle an interview with 60 Minutes? That's what I find interesting, is he acts like a petulant child saying, you give Biden all the easy questions. Why do you ask me tough questions? Why don't you ask Biden tough questions? And leaves. Is that how you negotiate? Is that what made him such a, quote, good business person? Yeah, and this lady looks really not that tough either. She looks like she's got those crazy blue earrings, like like the big ceramic ones. She looks like a, a hippie library teacher for fucking elementary kids. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't handle an interview with this lady, you're fucked. Well, and he can't, and that's that's why that's why I don't understand his supporters. That uh, he's a he's a great businessman. He's a tough guy. He's, he he can't handle an interview. He acts like a petulant child. How is he supposed to take on Putin or get uh, trade deals with <laughs> he's, China? Dude, I'm watching this right now. He's he's going, I saw your interview with Joe Biden. She's like, I never did an interview with yeah, Joe Biden. Exactly. That, well, he's just making shit up. Kind of yes and kind of no. I think in his mind what he was saying is, I watched the 60 Minutes interview with Joe Biden. But yeah. his problem is he's never clear. He just goes, I watch your... He, he always does that speak where... He does. He's not clear about what he means. He expects people to be on his page all at once. But either way, all right. Well, I gotta start getting out of here because I gotta get my kid in virtual class. Uh, it was good talking to you, my friend. Do you have anything you want to hit before we go? I think. Oh, this will post today, this Saturday, uh, folks. If you want to, Jake and I are doing another Zoom show, a Halloween Zoom show, aren't we? Yes, yes. Check out the Zoom show. There's gonna be. Uh... 
There's going to be comics. There's going to be uh, a magician. See, it's, yeah, there's going to be lots of shit, man. It's going to be good. Um, also, I, I really like the uh, the format they have there, man. Like the digital layout and stuff. They have like tables. There's like chat stuff. It's not like a normal. Uh, Zoom show. Yeah, it looked like the producer kind of interrupted him, and then he <laughs> then he took that opportunity to fucking bounce. Yeah, that's what happened with Trump. Um, yeah, I don't have any promo for it yet. I just got hit up yesterday saying, hey, are you still good for Saturday? And I said, absolutely, I am. So um, there won't be any promo on this podcast, but if you look at Jake's social media or my social media, once we get promo, like a start time and a Zoom link, uh, or ticket link for this show on Saturday, October 31st, I believe it is. Um, yeah, I think it's starting 7 o'clock Eastern. I could be wrong. It's either 7 or 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, see, she. I was told 11 p.m. Eastern. I'm like, that seems really late, but uh, I'm sure it'll change. Either way, Zoom show, Jake and I comedy, this Saturday, October 31st, time to be determined, link to be determined, but watch our social media for promotions. All right. Thanks for listening, kids. Later. <laughs>